Good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome to another episode of Hockey 24-7 brought to you by Raider Media. Just a couple of days ago, we were in Durban for the Indoor Test Series, the Spa Indoor Test Series. Now we're talking outdoor hockey. I'm joined, as always, by Tyron Jabu Barnard. Tyron, good evening, a special event tonight. Yeah, absolutely. We're here with Supergroup on the send-off for the SA Women's Hockey Team, heading off to Valencia in Spain for the FIH Hockey Series Final. And obviously trying to take a step closer to Tokyo. Yeah, it's exciting stuff. And uh, yeah, they're looking to finish in the top two over in Spain to just uh, put one foot on that plane over to the Olympics. Tonight, uh, we've got the official blazer handover. Um, a lot of uh, ladies uh, getting their blazers returned because, of course, uh, they've been in the side for quite a while. Um, others uh, getting it for the first time. And uh, we've got two guests with us tonight. Uh, we're going to have guests throughout the night, but uh, tell us about our first two. Yeah, so uh, both of these two are not uh, first-time recipients of the Blazer. They've got a couple of caps to their name. We've got Matsepo Maripani, a goalkeeper, and we'll talk a bit about that. Eight caps to her name. And uh, Marizan Maria with 17 caps to her name already, which she correctly got right. So we have a hockey nerd with us. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thank you so much. So uh, tell us about tonight. Uh, I mean, just having a look around, there's smiles all around. Uh, a lot of nervo- nerves, a lot of excitement, as one would expect uh, before you get those uh, feet in the plane. Yeah, I mean, um, it's very exciting for us to be here. Uh, um, everyone's got a little bit of nerves, but most are excited to go to Spain, to go compete, to get one step closer to going to the Olympics. So I think it's very exciting for all of us. We all just want to get on that plane now. So And Supergroups um, hosting this whole event is really, really cool. So, yeah, it's good to be here. Yeah, and Marizan, um, while well, we're well, speaking to you, you've already got uh, 17 caps to your name. Obviously, the Namibian series has just been passed. But before you played for the senior team, you actually had an opportunity to play with the, the junior team at the Youth Olympics in Nanjing. What was that experience like for you? Yeah, I mean, um, that's the first time I had to um, experience the world stage. Um, it was a whole entire different kind of hockey. It was fives hockey, so it was a different concept. But um, there you just see the level it takes to be able to play at the high level. So that really motivated me to um, continue training to become better so that I can one day um, represent my country. Fantastic. And I might say, Paul, you've really, in the past year or so, a lot with the help of PHL and some experience, uh, some superb performances there, you've really become a bit of a household name. Of course, you're a goalkeeper, and we know that goalkeepers live a, a very different capped life to, to outfield players. But uh, what's it like now establishing yourself in that SA squad? Uh, well, at the moment, is great, and it's nice because it's a um, new setup, which is very exciting. And as a goalkeeper, you always go there to learn as much as you can. And how influential or, or what's the competition like between you and Pumalela? Uh, it's good competition and I learn a lot from Pumi because she is very experienced. So I'm just going there to learn as much as I can. And if I do get some game time, also do the best I can. Marazan, talk us through what happens now when you get over to Spain. There's eight teams taking part, uh, you being one of them, of course. There are two groups um, and... Yeah, uh, eyes on the prize being the top two finish, but a uh, couple of speed bumps along the way. Yeah, I mean, um, it's a tough competition um, for us to advance. Obviously, we want to go 
in top of the pool to go straight to the semi-finals to skip the quarters. But, um, I mean, we've got tough competition. We've got really good teams that we have to play. Um, so we just have to take it game by game. We've got some games before the tournament starts as well. We play Italy and Spain as warm-up games, which will really be good for us to compare ourselves to other teams and improve on small things before the tournament starts. So I think that's going to be important. And then just game by game. Yeah, Marisen, you've, you know, if I look at your... Uh your hockey CV, you've played in the Youth Olympics, you've played in the Junior Hockey World Cup. Do you think this now at the senior level is now the biggest tournament you've played in so far? Yeah, no, it's by far um, the biggest tournament. It's a senior tournament, so it's much bigger than a Junior World Cup or a Youth Olympics. So it's definitely the biggest and most exciting tournament for me so far. And yourself, Monsepo, I mean, this, this is the biggest one in your hockey CV as well. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I did mention it, but PHL is really where your name became a name that, that I was familiar with uh, regularly. I mean, I'd seen you in RPT and stuff, but PHL is really where you put yourself almost uh, a step ahead of, of some of the other keepers. How important was PHL for you? Well, uh, PHL was very important. Well, because the last year especially, because they only had one keeper per team, so I had to perform at my best at all times. And yourself, in the experience of PHL? Um, yeah, I mean, um, it's always good to play with um, people from other provinces. So you get to know other players and there's good competition that comes from that. So it's a really good experience. It's where players get to learn and you get to develop as a player, as a youngster especially. So I think it's really good. I know you mentioned them up front, but uh, it's worth mentioning a couple of times. Supergroup uh, coming to the party in terms of being a massive sponsor towards uh, the women's side. Uh, they've been involved for the last 18 months or so. We all know that hockey is very hamstrung when it comes to finances. So without the support uh, of people like Supergroup, it certainly wouldn't be possible. And yet, just what does it mean to you as a player to have someone that invested to the game uh, for, for you? I mean, us as players, we always have to get money from somewhere and it's always been a struggle in the past. So having Supergroup um, come on board, it really, it means so much that someone actually believes in the process that we are in, the whole new process, and they've invested in that. So that really takes a burden off our shoulders and also that we've got someone that backs us, so that really helps. And also on that point, we don't have to worry about the finance part, we just focus about playing hockey and going out there and make sure we qualify for the Olympics for next year. And, and isn't that an amazing feeling? I mean, having not to worry about finances. Of course, you've also got your careers and your lives uh, back home, but that's such a big part of it where if you take it away, suddenly, hey, you, know, you can focus so much more on, on the bigger goals. Yes, it is very much. So it, that is awesome. It's, uh, it's great to have Supergroup on board and our focus is just playing hockey, which is awesome. Awesome. Supergroup are a good part of the team, but speaking of teams, you need to dish the dirt now. In the South African women's <laughs> hockey team, the Supergroup South African women's hockey team, I'll ask you five questions, and I, I want you to just be honest, and the first name that comes to mind, who is the worst singer? Nikki Vito. Vito, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> All right, who has the worst dress sense? Ooh. Celia. Marizen, you have to answer. You're the worst. Yeah. Yo, that's I'm trying a, that's to look at Celia from that's here. That's a difficult one. <laughs> well, give, it, give us an example. Why? Why Celia? Uh, well, 
this afternoon, for example, <laughs> we went to get our nails done and Celia just rocked up there with her practice shorts and just a warm top and everybody just dressed nicely in jeans and a nice jersey. Yeah, for that I have to go with Celia then. <laughs> okay, it was a cheap answer, but it's a good one. Um, Alright, who's the social media addict? Lillian. Yeah, Lillian, Lillian and, and Bob's and Durkey. And does that include themselves? I mean, do they like searching their names, etc.? Do they, do they like being in the limelight when it comes to social media? Limelight, all yes, the time. all the time, yeah. And whose goal celebration is the most epic? I think Durkey's, eh? Yeah, she pr- pretty much goes all out. Reminds me a little bit of uh, Shelley Jones back when she, she scored in the Olympic qualifier all those years ago. All right, and the, and the last one. Who do you think would be the person that we'd call up for the final shootout in a final Olympic qualifying game? Who would we rely on to take shootout, showdown number five? KP. I'll go with KP. Yeah, must we give five or just no, one? Just, just whoever takes the last one. The last one. Yeah, I'd also back KP on that one. Uh, ladies, thanks so much for joining us. We're going to go grab another two of the SA Hockey Women. Best of luck from Hockey 24-7 for the Spain um, adventure. And we look forward to chatting to you when you're back as Olympic qualifiers. Cool. Thanks Thank for having us. Thank you very much for having us. Cheers, ladies. Thanks. Cheers. Bye. Right, we managed to find uh, another guest in between all the selfies and photos. Dinner's done. The, the Blazers have been handed over. Who do we have now? Well, the, the person that we have is actually a, a really interesting story because just recently, having already played in a World Cup, a Commonwealth Games, and an African Cup, um, she played her first test match at home. So, uh, welcome, Kristen Payton. Hi, hi, Derek. Yeah, we're going to put it right up the microphone, um, right underneath your nose. Sorry, it's, uh, we're going to have to give these instructions every single time because they are pretty complicated. <laughs> a, a great night before you, you ladies jet off. Yeah, it's been really nice um, just to be treated like uh, professional athletes, if you will. Um, in an amateur setup, we hardly ever have events like this. I mean, even just to wear your blazers, just such a special feeling. So, yeah, it's been really great. So, big thank you to Supergroup. Yeah, as everyone knows, I, I'm fairly new to the hockey fraternity. I've been blown away, though, from what I've experienced. And uh, I know it sounds like a cliche, but it really is one big family. Eh? And there's no question that I do feel that amongst the players when I'm around you. But I, I, I really am amazed at how the... The powers that be have gone all out, so to speak, to, to really make your bon voyage as special as possible. Yeah, I think the, the biggest thing is, is that with smaller sports, it wouldn't survive if it wasn't a small family, like you say. Um, and a lot of people really have personal investments and are really uh, interested to see us grow. And um, I mean, even the likes of a Peter and a Joe Mountford, all of them have personal connections to people in the team and have grown with the team. So, yeah, it's made a big difference. So, KP, you've, you've already played at arguably uh, two of the biggest stages for uh, international hockey. Uh, 18 caps now. I mean, does it get easier each time you go onto the field for South Africa? Um, no, no, not at all. Um, when I look back now at my first couple of tournaments, in those moments I was satisfied and um, I thought that I'd done well for those standards. But when I look back now at video, I kind of go based on what I've learned and obviously and how I've grown as a player like obviously that's not satisfying um, so I wouldn't say it gets easier uh, you learn a lot more and you can take that with you 
Um, but I think also going into this tournament, it's a bit of a different type of pressure. Where at a World Cup and a Commonwealth, you obviously want to be performing and you want to get results, but this has something bigger on the line in terms of an Olympic qualification. So pressure's, pressure's right up there. <laughs> and, and difficult question now. You've been at the Youth Olympics in, I think it was Nanjing. Yeah. Uh, the Junior World Cup in Chile. The Commonwealth Games in Australia and the World Cup in London. Yeah. <laughs> which was which one of those do you rank as your favourite hockey experience? Um, for me, Arts and Arts Commonwealth Games in Australia um, because it was my first major event. I'd been to an Africa Cup before that, and I remember walking out for our first game, and it was against England, and we were warming up in the pitch, and they sold tickets by matches and that was empty when we were warming up and I thought geez you know this is great my first game no one's going to be out here and we walked into the change room and when I walked out I kind of just stood in the change room looking out at a packed stand every single seat was filled and I think that moment has really stuck with me. Epic and, and because we've spoken about all the different places you've gone South America, Australia, Europe I'm going to ask you two questions on, on travel what has been your favorite hockey destination so far and then What's the bucket list? And you have to pick one because we've had people on the podcast before yeah. who say, yeah, I'd like to go to <laughs> Holland and France and Chile and Argentina and USA, but one of them. Um, okay, well, and just to interrupt, <laughs> is that the bucket, bucket list with regards to hockey? Hockey specifically. Okay. So, out in the Netherlands, um, yeah. for sure. And where I've been so far, that's a bit of a difficult one, but I'd probably say London for World Cup. And, and repeat after me, Tyron, because I had to give you this lesson about a week ago. Chile. <laughs> Montevideo. <laughs> my, my, my mom grew up in Chile. Okay. So I've always got to correct him when he says chili. It's not chili, it's yes, Chile. Yes, but when I order Nando's, I order lemon and herb. So <laughs> I don't know what chilies are. Okay, fair enough. You do. He does. Um, KB, also uh, locally, you've been a star already for Southern Gauteng, Premier Hockey League. What is the f- your favorite local tournament? Um, oh, that's a bit of a tough one. Um... PHL is always fun, um, but I would say varsity sport, I think. Um, it was obviously a little bit of a tough one this year in terms of our UJ team. Um, I think we definitely punched above our weight. Um, but for me, as sort of a still a youngster within the South African team, that is one tournament where you as a young player can shine. Um, and, I mean, you're obviously not competing because there's an age limit. 25 in case you don't know um, but you're obviously not competing with the senior players so it kind of gives you that freedom just to step out of your shell a little bit where PHL you kind of have to rein things back because of who you're competing against um, so yeah that's, that's what I would say and, and obviously you have very quickly emerged as a bit of a household name even though you haven't played international hockey in South Africa except for Namibia now at 22 now um, do you feel an extra element of pressure on your shoulders because you are being touted as uh, one of the people to lead the future of South African hockey. Um, oh, and that's all I heard, by the way. <laughs> Coming in, I heard you are the player to watch for oh. the future. <laughs> uh, well, that might add a little bit of pressure. No, I'm kidding. Um, I don't, I've never really viewed it as that. And if that comes one day, it'll be something that's nice, but it's not something that's on my bucket list per se. Um, I definitely function better under pressure. So I kind of... Like rebel in those challenges, if you will. Um, so yeah, I think the biggest thing is that if you want to compete on an international stage, there's already a pressure to it. And if you decide that you want to add extra pressures, and and I think that's a big thing with athletes is expectation on yourself. Um, that's pretty like recipe for disaster, if you will. So I tend to avoid that. 
Uh, by no means want to take you away from the hockey field or the hockey court, but must tell you, Ty, as, as you and I know, we in the process of putting together a, a TV show of sorts, so I needed uh, Kristen to, to come on board uh, a little earlier and be an actress, so to speak. I, I said <laughs> I wanted her to speak to the camera, introduce what we we're doing tonight and say, you know, let's see, see where the night takes us. And she was a one-take wonder. You were sensational. <laughs> the camera loved you. But then you also didn't blip whatsoever uh, with regards to the script. Uh, you stuck to every single word. Congrats. Thanks. <laughs> so do you want to share with everyone what you're actually studying at UJ? Except for, dra- I mean, obviously drama on yeah, the side. Yeah, fine art. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm currently a chiropractic student. It's been a, a bit of a long road. So for anyone that doesn't know, it's a six-year course. And I've already taken two years off. I split one year for my Junior World Cup. And in the Commonwealth and World Cup year, there was a bit of a fight between myself and my head of department. So I landed up taking that year off. And um, but in the long run, that was, uh, I think, a good opportunity for me because it also allowed me to go to Belgium, play some club hockey. Uh, so that was cool. And, and who would you say in your team, in the South African women's team, is the chiropractor, the most uh, likely to, to cause another player to need chiropractic help? Uh, oh, this is an easy one. Although, I mean, Turkey and Lil could probably fight it out <laughs> for top spots. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd probably, from watching, lean a little bit towards Turkey. Yeah, so would I. <laughs> I think that pretty much wraps it up. Uh, it's uh, been fantastic chatting to you. Before you go, we've asked uh, some of the other ladies some questions uh, about the others. I'll just have one question for you. Who's the worst roommate to have to her? Oh, gosh. Uh, well, I mean, I haven't been around for all that long. So I've had Bob's. I have had uh, Mali for some stage. And I'm trying to think of who else. None of them have been bad. So... Yeah, I have no spice for you guys in that regard. No, it's superb. Good enough answer for me. Yeah, uh, Tyron likes things with no spice. So he's a lemon and herb <laughs> kind of guy. Uh, yeah, it's been fantastic chatting, Kristen. Uh, listen, best of luck uh, for the trip. Travel safely. And yeah, we wish you all the best for your exploits over in Spain. Thank you very much. UJ all the way. <laughs> Right, we've got our next batch of interviewees. Who are they? Yeah, last batch for tonight. We thought, um, uh, for, the, for this chat, uh, we thought we'd go right to the, the bottom edge of the age spectrum and get Aaron Hunter in. <laughs> and then we thought we'd also get someone else, so we brought Bianca Wood. <laughs> Don't you love how Tyron gives you lessons on how to use his mic and then he... Which yeah. is about a mile away from his I mouth. I don't see him Can sniffing the mic. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, yeah, so welcome aboard, ladies, uh, as we're about to bid you bon voyage. Thank you, Thank so, you much. so much for having us. Erin, yeah, let's start with you. Uh, Captain Fundy Spun, um, very passionate speech you gave up there. Now, for the listeners, um, it, it was actually amazing to watch because I've been involved in many events where we've seen teams off and I don't think I've seen a side as grateful as you've been this evening and it's been amazing to watch of course uh, for the likes of Supergroup coming together and being able um, to, to get you you ladies on that plane I mean makes a massive difference and, and the various sponsors involved you also had a, a very kind word for Tyron um, you and your vice captain literally went through every single person who was responsible for your team getting to where you are now and getting over to Spain. It was great to see. Thank you so much. Yeah, I think um, in our kind of environments, you know, um, not being professional athletes, we have to thank everyone who kind of does allow us to do what we love. Um, the team behind the team. Um, without them, we wouldn't be where we are. And um, it's really been a great environment. And to see everyone kind of 
come together behind the scenes and and help us help us get to Spain and and it just shows us that you know the support that we need because we have such a such a big role in front of us um, it's nice to know that the people back home are backing us and that we do have a good support system um, so you know thank you does go a long way um, that's why we do believe that it's important to just thank the people out there who who have kind of stuck their neck out for us yeah and I think it's, it's really testament to to you the coaching staff the management staff that it was necessary but nobody had to tell you to do it it was completely uh, self-driven <laughs> well thank you <laughs> So, Bianca. Yes, that's me. Um, Bianca, that's you in English, I'm just saying. <laughs> so, Bianca, you've had a little bit of a meteoric rise over the couple of years now. A couple of years back, nobody would have known who Bianca Wood is. Now we do. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, tell us. You, I mean, you went to the Youth Olympics. You played on sport, School Sports Live, showing all of us uh, how you dominated on Australian defence. Is this... Uh, Meteoric rise is going to keep going. Definitely. This is only the starting point. And obviously in all your teams, you've been like the senior player, the star player. What's it like coming into the South African team as the youngster amongst these players who have played 250 games? Nothing really different since they make me feel so welcome. They don't make me feel as young as possible. Um, they're a good bunch. They make me feel so welcome. I don't feel as the smallest person in the team, but I am. Um, it is, it is a big step come from coming from being the biggest player in the team to become the smallest one. But this team is quite special. They make me feel very welcome. All right. And Erin, Valencia holds fairly fond memories in the sense that you have been there before. I'm not talking about how the tournament went, but you've been there before. <laughs> it's a good place to travel. Um, does going back to the same place, does that, that make it any easier? Or does it add some extra pressure because of the past? Um, not really. I think, um, you know, for those who have been there before, it's quite nice to kind of be able to visualize where we're going to play and kind of know what it looks like and, and whatnot. We, we also know the, the little coffee spots now and then for little breaks. So that does kind of give, give a bit of settlement. But um, the last time we were there, things didn't quite go our way. So that also kind of weighs on our shoulders. But I think it's more of a motivation. Um, we knew how we felt back then. We don't want to feel the same. So in that sense, it's a motivation for us to, to make sure that we don't have that same feeling again. And obviously the world rankings are a little bit uh, suspect when it comes to hockey because they range almost a 10-year span. I mean, guys who played hockey 10 years ago, some of them won't pick up a stick at all these days. But do you feel there, there's almost an unfair pressure placed on us because of a higher world ranking than some of our opponents who are actually playing a lot more hockey than us? Um, I think the only people who who the world ranking will, will, will who will look at the world ranking and say something like that are the people who who aren't huge hockey people. Um, anyone who knows hockey knows that um, the world ranking system just kind of is, is a system. Um, the margin between team number 15 and the team number 27 is extremely small so it doesn't really matter when it comes to these tournaments where you are ranked. I mean time and time again teams have proved that um, in the past so as I said, only to people who don't really know hockey does the world ranking system play, play a role. Um, but that also puts a bit of pressure on us because people who don't know hockey will read 15 playing 27 and expect us to win. So there is that responsibility that does come with it. Yeah, I, I can commit, at least in the SA Hockey press releases, the world rankings won't be mentioned at all. 
<laughs> so if that helps for, for the people <laughs> you don't you. read. Thank you. Shame. I, I see a lot of the ladies pointing over to us because uh, they're ready to, to shoot off. But of course, we've got the captain. So the best part is the fact that they can't go anywhere uh, <laughs> until the captain says it's A-OK. Uh, Bianca, is, is Erin a good captain? Am I allowed to lie? You can lie with pleasure. <laughs> no, I'm joking, I'm joking. Yeah, she's a wonderful captain, especially she likes checking in upon, on the, on, like on the younger girls, so that's, that's good. She's good. And uh, Bianca, you received your blazer tonight. I mean, how special is that moment? No words can describe. There hasn't been a word invented yet to describe how I'm feeling right now. I'm over the moon about it. I'm super excited. Yeah, you're busy wearing it as we speak, well, as are you, Erin. But uh, I can imagine you've been waiting for this moment for, for many, many years. You have got since it on. I've, s- since I've been five years old. Uh, uh, so what? not that many years. <laughs> <laughs> so like that, six Two or years. seven years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just putting it on. I mean, I've not come close to wearing a, a blazer of that magnitude. Uh, was it close to tears? Just a little bit, but I'm not an emotional person, but I was very close to crying. Now, uh, it's quite interesting that we have Erin here because uh, she's the captain, so you wouldn't actually have her yet. But uh, the, the podcast is almost 20 episodes old now, so it's about four or five months going. And actually, since you were named captain, you have been the most requested person. So this is probably not going to satisfy father <laughs> listeners. We'll have to get you back on. But uh, all around, it seems like there's such a positive feel from the hockey-watching public about you being appointed as captain. How does that make you feel? Um, yeah, it, it's really nice that um, people have been supporting me in this role and, and kind of have been saying, you know, you, you've got this and, and we believe in you. It obviously makes makes the job a lot easier. Um, at the end of the day, uh, I have got a huge responsibility on my shoulders, but it is made quite easy with um, the team that I have. Um, I've really got a good bunch of good bunch of ladies surrounding me and we have a good relationship and um at the end of the day, I've, I've asked them to kind of keep me accountable um, as their captain because I'm there to serve them, um, not them to serve me. So I'm hoping that our good relationship will, will help them keep me accountable as a captain. Um, but yeah, it's been really, really great to hear people say, you know, you deserve this and we back you. So, so talking of accountability, we're going to hold you both accountable right now. I'm going to ask you five questions about your teammates. Ooh. And I just want you to answer honestly. Okay. I'm new to this, eh? Yeah, yeah that's fine. I'm the youngest. You I don't know a lot. <laughs> that, that makes it even better. Oh, wow. From the limited <laughs> amount of opportunity you had to spend with them, these have been your initial impressions. Go for it, Ty. So who hates the ice bar the most? Uh, uh, me. <laughs> I vote Erin also. Yeah. I've never seen her in the ice bar, actually. <laughs> I'm pretty sure our fitness trainers are going to listen to this, Bianca. <laughs> No, um, it would probably be me, but that's um, because I'd actually have a medical disorder called Raynaud's disease. You can Google it later. She just made it up. Uh, no, I didn't. And um, it's it basically, it's, it's nothing hectic, but my hands and feet, the blood capillaries close and then they stop if I get too cold. I feel like you so shouldn't get in the nice yeah, bath. There we go. That, that's the medical reason I tell them all the time. <laughs> And no one Googles it because they can't spell it. No, no. It's spelt with Zs and, and, and a whole lot of Xs. That's there's like silent, Twitter name. There's silent Xs and Zs in there. So I wouldn't suggest Googling it. Yeah, well, I tried to. I failed horribly. <laughs> um, why? What, so that happens. And then what is the offset of that? The, I, mean, I mean, there's no real negative thing. It's not like my hands are going to fall off or anything. It just gets really cold and sore. So in order to avoid that, um, I avoid ice baths. I had, I had an ex. Uh, she had a very ice cold heart. Do you want to share her? <laughs> <laughs> she probably just had Raynaud's disease then. 
It's your hockey player. No, no, no. There we go. All right, uh, we we completely sidetracked, but let's bring it back. <laughs> Who's the worst singer in the team? Ooh. I would go with Nikki Vito. Yeah. She's had a lot of votes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> The other two were a lot quicker to identify than you two, though. It was off the bat. I think Tyron hadn't even finished the last word, and Nikki Vito came shooting through their mouths. All right, and uh, who would win in a sprint off between team management? You or that's. that's um, I'd one. have to go with Rob. Yeah, he Rob is very confident, eh? And he also has so. like a whole lot of hidden talents. Uh, it, it's quite weird, um, but he's actually good at things. <laughs> <laughs> who would win in a drink off between team management? You. Ooh. I vote Inky. Yeah, I vote Inky <laughs> as well. He's from Tux. He's I don't from know Tux. He definitely knows how to drink. He's in, in voice range, but. <laughs> yeah, Inky. 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 Um, all right, and then lastly, uh, recently Henry Alonga auditioned for uh, The Voice in Australia. He's an ex uh, Zimbabwean cricketer. Which one of our players has a future on The Voice? Oh, Cara Bortis. Yes. Cara Bortis has a voice. Um, she, I would recommend you get her to sing for you sometime. I actually think we should get her. She's right here. Twenty-four-seven jingle. She's right here behind behind you. Let's get How her back tonight. Uh, oh, you're the captain. Call uh, her over, Skip. Cara. 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 Oza. Okay, we've got uh, Cara Lee Bortis coming over. Here she comes. Okay. Um, here's here's Cara for you. Um, Cara, you've um. You've just been voted as um, the top singer in the team. Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> That's not happening. Um, just, can you please just give our listeners, just no, to no, back no, us. No, no, we, no, we've no, put confidence no, in you, no, no, and we would just like you, hey? we would just like you to... So you know what happened for our listeners. Uh, a little earlier in the evening, they played a, a very nice photo montage, which featured a song. I think it was Whitney Houston. <laughs> Give me one moment in time. Notes. So we'd like you to replicate that for our listeners. God, my heart's beating. I can't do this. Okay, so three, um, two, one, take it away. Give me one moment in time. Fantastic. Thank you. I think that uh, pretty much wraps it up. Uh, thank you so much, ladies. Listen, best of luck uh, overseas. Quickly, uh, final words from you, Cara. Um, I don't know. What, what, you guys <laughs> threw me in the deep end. I don't know what you want me to say. I'm loving this, by the way. Yeah, like, Aaron, thank you. Are you excited? Um, yeah, super keen, super amped. Hopefully, we can do the job over there. Lovely stuff. I'm sure you certainly will do, and uh, we'll keep track of every single second over there in Valencia. Best of luck, and uh, we'll see you on your return. Thank you so much. Thank you Thanks, so much. Guys.